hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another special edition of the Locker Room Podcast. My name is Luther, and I just hope you guys are doing fantastic out there. And what a special day. Today is August 31st, the last day of August, and goddamn, the last day of the month. Tomorrow is the first, and whoo-wee, this year, man, I don't know, obviously I'm getting older, but man, it just seems like time's just going back so much more quickly than I can remember. I, I don't know about you all, but I just remember when it was just the beginning of 2023, and now what we have like four or five months left, September 1st, uh, tomorrow, and wow, just it's time, man, you just get older, cherish it while you can, but this ain't no sentimental podcast, you know what we do here, so... Before I get into these fights, it's always uh, for the week. Um, over here in the States, it is Labor Day this Monday. I don't know if you all have it over there, but it's, very, it's a very special occasion. I believe I mentioned this last weekend. I also mentioned that I'm going to see my favorite actors uh, release a new movie, The Equalizer 3. I don't remember the first two, like just a lot of movies. They, the second Equalizer, I believe, came out. Had to have been what? two years ago I had to at least been two years ago right if not even longer than that but they're all great he's the black john wick just like the first two john wicks don't remember much of him but I'm watch them all again someday you just want to really really forget him unless some time go by you know so gonna be watching that um equalizer three and also blue beetle i think i brought that up and the Meg 2, maybe. I don't know about that's a theater movie. That's going to probably stream, right? You guys think that's going to stream? Yeah, that, that has to stream. There's, there's no way that this not stream eventually. Jason Statham, sorry for that, man. But, you know, pockets are kind of tight. So I'll let you guys know about that next week, which will be UFC 293 weekend. Israel Asanya versus uh, Sean Strickland. It's going to be an interesting one. And by interesting, I mean the press conference. Let's just be perfectly honest. That that fight card is it's poop. Let's just call it poop for what it is. <laughs> but um, this weekend, uh, this Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Time, we got Sergey Spivak versus Cyril Gan. This is going to be Cyril Gan's return from that whoo, devastating loss against John Jones in the first round. John Jones didn't get hit a single time for that. I was just looking up the fight stats, and it's just, it's interesting. Actually, nope, I lied. He got kicked in the dick. Yep, he he got kicked in the dick. The referee called the timeout, and that was the only strike that Cyril Gon landed. After the referee restarted the fight, Cyril Gon threw a looping right jab where he exposed his lat. Um, his lat uh, his muscle in his body. John Jones grabbed a hold of him, took it down, and essentially strangled him to death in the first round. I think it was like the first two two minutes. Jesus. Imagine going into a training camp where you're training twice a day for about three months in order to fight a gentleman, not just a gentleman, but the widely considered the greatest fighter of all time and within the first two minutes you get taken down and strangled and without even getting punched um i don't even think john jones even hit him one time maybe there was like a leg kick or two but john there, there was like no action he literally just got grabbed a hold of and strangled so that was just that has to light a fire under your ass right that you got to get better in this sport you can't uh, really allow that to happen 
As we all know, Shogun is a major in kickboxing. He likes to use his footwork and dance around. That's what I think he's going to be doing against Sergey Spivak. I really, really hope that him and his coach, Diego Le- Lopez, went to the sh- the tool shed, man, and just start bringing out all the tools in their arsenal because he cannot allow that to happen again. He has to put everything on the line if he wants to continue in this division because if he loses a third time in a row, first time being against Francis Nugano, who left against, uh, who left to go fight in the PFL and is now who is boxing Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, I don't know why I try to say it in a Mexican accent. That man is British. But yeah, he's boxing Tyson Fury, and who is considered the greatest. Uh, could you say that Tyson Fury is the greatest heavyweight of all time? I guess it's like um, a debate, right? Just like in the UFC, who's the GOAT? But if not, Tyson Fury as right now is the heavyweight champion. Francis Ngannou left to go box him. So Sir Ghan lost against him. And he lost against who is widely considered the greatest fighter in the UFC of all time, John Jones. So nothing really to hang your head over because that's just the cream of the crop. Obviously, you know, you should be happy of how far you've come. But just to fall slightly short from the top of that mountain must also sting as well. And I'm sure that's what really motivated Siragan through this training camp. Sergey Spivak only has, I want to say, he is currently 10. Actually, sorry about that. Sergey Spivak is 16 and 3. Um, age 28, 6 foot 2. Oh, that's a big boy. And his only losses are against Tom Aspinall. No shame against that because I do believe Tom Aspinall is the future of this division once John Jones and Stipe Miocic retires. And he lost against John Jones. I mean, he lost against Tom Aspinall. And just pulling up his Wikipedia real quick. Uh, Marcin Tabura decision. Okay. And then Walt Harris. That one is, uh, that's the one that must really sting. Marcin Tabura decision. Not That's not a really... Nothing to hang your head over. Tom Espinall, as we know as as of now, nothing to hang your head over. But he's gotten much better. He's on a three-fight winning streak. Um, Ciro Gan was undefeated until he ran against Francis Dugato and John Jones. He's sitting at a record of 11-2. Wow. Extremely impressive to be fighting in these heavyweight title fights to be the best in the entire world. And he has under... He has exactly 13 fights under his belt. That is fantastic. That is Alex Pereira status when it comes to world challenge, world title challenging caliber of a fighter. Say that three times. So overall, I uh, do believe it is going to be a fantastic fight. Sirogan, as you know, he's gonna he has to be very elusive in here. He cannot let Sergey Spivak get a hold of him. Sergey Spivak is. I promise you all. I promise you. He's going to be spamming these takedowns right from the get-go. He knows the title challenger and the the challenger in general he has in in front of him because he knows if he wins this fight, he could be knocking on the door of a title shot. So his coaches are definitely drilling in Speakbox head to get the takedown, get the takedown. Do not stand up with this guy. So I definitely expect for him to shoot within the first two minutes and try to get Sirogan down. Sirogan must have been working his takedown defense. You have to under uh, after that last piss poor performance against John Jones. So I do believe Sirogan's game plan: stick and move, and Sergey Spivak grab him, bring him down to the ground, strangle him. We're gonna. This is a classic striker versus wrestler matchup. 
kind of really reminds me of the uh, last previous match that we had against Sugar Sean O'Malley and Aljamain Sterling. This is going to be right up there. Do not miss this fight. My overall prediction is Siragan did the homework. He went back to the drawing board. He went back to plan A and really started to build himself up. And I do believe Siragan is going to get the TKO inside of three rounds. Betting money on that. Betting on DraftKings and Sports Duel. And that's what I 100% believe is going to happen. And after this fight, I do believe we are going to see a Siragan versus Tom Aspinall matchup, which is going to be oh, oh so exciting for so many reasons. And not only that matchup, we have the return of Thug Rose coming back against extremely tough competition. Very surprised that the UFC uh, made this matchup between the two. Manel Perot could be the future of the women's 125-pound, uh, not straw weight, after women 125 would be flightweight division. She's 33 years old. She does not have too much time on her hand. Uh, women tend to peak a little bit earlier than the men. Men's physical prime peak seems to be around 36. Women, I, I suggest, is around 32, 33. Uh, 35 is really pushing it. it it's just genetics. Don't blame me. And uh, Thug Rose going up and going up to 125, 31 years old, looking great for the weight class during all of the media scrum, being very humble, saying that she trained against, well, she trained with, not against, Valentina Shevchenko a while ago, and she knows she could be on a collision course with Valentina Shevchenko if she happens to get the W tonight, no, not tonight, uh, Saturday night. And Valentina Shevchenko, being the competitor that she is, I do believe that she will welcome the challenge. But she does have to get her title back against Alexa Grasso because, as you all know, she lost her title when she spammed that spinning back kick. Alexa Grasso grabbed, the, grabbed her back, took her to the ground, and just strangled her to death. Her face turned white, if you don't remember that. That was just goddamn vicious of her. But anyways, that's what Rose is looking to do as she's going up to uh, going up in weight class and looking for fresh blood in this weight class. Manafaro fighting in her home country. I don't see her backing down at all. I believe she's going to be giving her everything and the kitchen sink. Both these women are kickboxing artists. Well, Manafaro is more kickboxing and um, Thug Rose is more of a, um, I want to say Muay Thai point fighter. Not kickboxer, but yeah, more Muay Thai. So... I do believe it's going to be a stand-up affair, but Thug Rose does have that wrestling in her back pocket because that is how she defended her title against Zhang Weili in the rematch. So don't be surprised if she actually teases the stand-up for a little bit and then tests her takedown defense because that is the way to seems like to beat these French fighters. Uh, Cyril Gan, Manon Faroe. They seem to not really practice their takedown defense that much. They seem to be lacking in that wrestling department. So don't be surprised if Thug Rose tests that. But I do have Thug Rose winning overall. One of two ways I see this going down. Thug Rose is either going to mix it up with the chain wrestling, using jabs, using feints, going for the takedowns, holding her against the cage, and winning a decision, or if Manon Faroe has not been training that takedown defense, I do believe we can be seeing a repeat of the John Jones fight, and she's going to get taken down and strangled to death. Very big possibility. 
be very much could be happening. But that is why we love mixed martial arts because we don't know what the hell is gonna happen. But I do like to bet me a little bit of money. Do like to bet me a little bit of money. And so I'm saying my picks for this event, Cyril Gone and Thug Rose. There you have it. For the rest of the card, like I was saying last week, ladies and gentlemen, it's not that impressive. We do not have very good, interesting matchups on here. Um, it's it's getting rough out here. Unfortunately, the UFC is in a position now where they don't have to put on quality events. The ESPN pays them for the number, the number of events, not the quality of events anymore. We are past that. We had the golden age of the UFC, the Anderson Silva era. We had the McGregor era. We had the, who else is up there? The DC area, Stipe, the Alistair Overeem. Um, Alistair Uberim as well when he was on all that horse meat and Brock Lesnar fighting. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing then. We just had banger after banger after banger. But unfortunately, that time has come and passed. And now, just like with any big franchise, whether it's McDonald's or the AMC theaters or just the TV shows now, we get quantity, not quality. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Like, uh, uh, Likes on the video, thumbs up, subscriptions. Like the show, let me know. Hate the show, let me know. I appreciate you all listening. And I will catch you all next time.